Good evening, everyone. Richard Copperthwaite, a.k.a. Duke Forrest. Thanks for joining us for our Wednesday night, the best damn sports show in Franklin County. And Mr. Dave Handy uh, here only because it's a wet day out there and golf got <laughs> rained out. And I'm personally very happy that golf got rained out. <laughs> yeah. And about our good friend, the Nighthawk, our fine host who puts a ton of effort into the show. Nighthawk was a late scratch. And I guess I'll just leave it, leave it at that. Anyway, so golf, I guess that was pretty clear earlier. Did they even close the course uh, earlier, do you know? Yeah. Because uh, I had lunch at the golf course. Oh, is that right? How, how's the food concession this year? It's very good. Yeah? It's very good. So the successor to yeah, Mike she's Sims good. doing a decent job? Yes. I got to get out there. I usually yeah. play golf and leave. I got to hit. I got to give that place some attention. No, she's good. Yeah. And uh, similar, similar menu to Mike. Yeah. Uh, some changes. A little bit different here and there, but yeah. on the whole, it's it's fine. It's, yeah. It's good. It's great. Excellent. And uh, we uh, we were out there and uh, for lunch today, and uh, Chris, the superintendent, came in. Yeah. And he said, if we get even a uh, until it more rain, we couldn't play. Yeah. And in the forecast for this afternoon was bad. Yeah. It, I played. We played late yesterday, and yeah, it's still still wet. So. I happened to play late yesterday too. Oh, really? But I had uh, something happen for me. I birdied uh, seven, eight, and nine all in a row. Oh, did you? I really you, have did. You had three straight birdies before? Only once. Is that right? Thirty Second years time? ago. Really. And, Boy, uh, an, I think I think I've maybe had consecutive birdies once, conceivably twice. No way I've ever had three in a row. Well, I can't remember the last time I had two in a is row. Is that right? Three in a row? Is that right? Wow. It was. Uh, so what did you get for nine? Uh, 38, I think. Really? Wow. Because I started off with a double. Really? And I parred, I got par, and then a bogey, and another <laughs> double. And uh, I had no inkling it was coming, but I could. Uh, but the last. The last four or five holes, I was feeling, I was hitting the ball good, and uh, yeah. the uh, <laughs> each putt was successively longer. Really, and uh, by the nine, nine was a was a, probably a twenty twenty five footer. Really. But at least I hit the ball on a green, I mean, which yeah. I was perfectly happy That's with. It's funny you mentioned that because I, I wasn't playing well yesterday, but about halfway through I started playing better. Hit three of the last five greens in regulation. And guess what? You'll never guess what I did on all three of those greens. Three putted. Oh. Even by my low standards yesterday got pretty embarrassing. It's a, it's a mean game. Boy. It's a mean game. I've, I, I don't believe I've ever played better. That I'm playing right is that, now. Is that right? Your best yes, golf of your life? And my whole life, I wow. um, I'm keeping a ball in play. Wow! And uh, been sticking around the low 80s, and uh, but you never know when it's going to go. Uh, you get a you have a few bad shots, and then all of a sudden you hit a few good shots. My problem is uh, consistency. Yeah. But. Uh, Geez, that, that that that's great. That's impressive. And uh, so no, hey, I'm and I still hit it far enough. The guys I play with, I'll tell you, who's playing good golf is John Duffy. Oh yeah. Oh, he's he's huh. he's shooting low seventies every time out. Is is that Ryan? Yeah. Wow. Of course, we're going to have to start. We'll be going. Um, I'm sure my scores will be going up once we go to the black tees. So you're on yellow tees. Yeah. Now? Okay. It's too early and it's right. too I've, wet. 
I've hung with yellow. I'm, I'm a yellow guy still. And uh, oh, so you go to black at some point? Yeah. Yeah, that's a little different ball game, I guess. Well, I was hoping. On some holes. I was hoping Nyhag was going to be here because I figured we'd be talking about the Giants draft. Yeah. Well, we'll still we'll still we'll still talk about and... it. I think I think Nighthawk. I talked to him a bit in the golf course about the draft. I think he was very happy and boy, and you got to be psyched about next next year, especially maybe if you happen to be looking for a a new QB. And that's well, that could be what the they case. were saying. The uh, yeah. but and I think that next year's draft is going to be really deep, and plus they'll be able to scout the guys better than they did this year. This yeah. year was kind of a crapshoot. Yeah, they don't really know what in the heck they're getting. Yeah, and, of course. Yeah, but. Were you so? Were you re, let's talk draft. Were you reasonably happy with their? Oh, with their I think so. Yeah. Well, I think for the this is the first time in many years where I think the Giants actually have depth and they have some quality. Huh. And when they signed all those free agents uh, a few weeks ago, yeah, that kind of left them some room in the draft to uh, just pick who they felt like and not having to uh, take a particular spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, they're pretty good. And what about the Patriots getting uh, Mac Jones? Yeah, I'm, I'm very – again, that's interesting. Some of your top sports pundits out there, like Colin Coward's not not how, not high on him, but what an obvious pick, although knowing Belichick or feeling I know Belichick – I bet part of them hated to do that because everybody's saying, hey, Belichick, get Mac Jones, the obvious pick. I can think of part of them saying, hey, screw you guys. I got a better idea, but it was just such an obvious pick. But, well, of course, it, I love the people who say, wow, Belichick, that guy's got so brainy as, as if he was in control of the first 14 picks or something. Yeah. I mean, I'd say they were more than a little lucky to get Mac Jones falling into their lap, I would say. Well, they uh – the the uh, picks went pretty well according to, to pretty plan. Pretty much, yeah. And then uh, when the Giants traded, yeah. of course, the Giants were really hoping. I think they were going to hope for either uh, Devontae Smith or Waddle. Oh, yeah, okay. And uh, when the Eagles probably traded Dan, up. Daniel Jones is probably so hoping as well. Well, the, the uh, receiver they ended up getting yeah. is considered to be like one – hair breadth away really? from being as good as those guys. So, uh-huh. But um, I thought they did pretty well just to move down uh, nine spots, pick up a first-round pick for next year. Yeah, that's right. Which should be a, a pretty decent first-round Yeah, round I don't pick. think the Bears will be that good. Yeah. And uh, so that worked out pretty good. And I think most everybody seemed pretty happy with who they got. Yeah. The um, And the 49ers, I think, had put up a smoke screen that they were maybe interested in fields when, in fact, they they weren't. I forget the kid, the, the kid they took. And, uh, but... Trey, Trey Lance, is that? Uh, yeah, I think so. And, uh, but the Bears, the Bears really wanted fields. Yeah. So that left the quarterbacks all picked until, uh, yeah. until Jones came along. Yeah. And no, I'm very happy. I'd say, you know, that's that, that's great news for for me. Of course, Belichick was quick. You got a Belichick's on. I mean, he's, he's so predictable. A, it took he's him beautiful. Se- seconds to say, hey, hey, coach, boy, you got this great, you know, quarterback out of Cam Newton's my quarterback. In fact, I think I have an exchange. Dan Shaughnessy hates hates. I mean, like likes Cam, but just thinks 
you know, it's insane for the Pats to have this guy as your quarterback. So he, here's the exchange. Uh, I guess Belichick's first press conference, and this is Shaughnessy first. No one will be able to crack Bill on this one. Not Rodney Harrison, Adam Schefter, Bill Cower, Bill Parcells, Tom House, Tom Brady, or Bob Kraft. Certainly not Jonathan Kraft. Not Zoe, not Tommy, not the cartel. One of the reporters tried, again, asking him about <laughs> who's your quarterback. Following up on Bill's unsolicited declaration of love for Newton Thursday night. Question. Going back to your comments off the top, you said that Cam's our quarterback. What exactly does that mean? Shaughnessy, parenthesis, wow. Talk about walking into one. And the response from Belichick, answer, just what I said. Uh, and this, is a, this is Shaughnessy again. The battered, intrepid reporter came back with, how long does that last for? Belichick, I don't know, said Belichick. Somebody would have to play better than he does. Back to Shaughnessy. So there you go. You're damn right Bill ordered the code red, and he's not going to move Cam out of the starting job to make Felger and Maz feel better. He's going to stick with the plan. He'll be like the Red Sox putting Jackie Bradley Jr. in center field every day, even when JBJ is hitting 190. Bill hates rookie quarterbacks. He will not turn his team over to Jones unless Newton gets hurt. Get used to it. Mac Jones is a future quarterback of the Patriots, maybe a star, but he will not be the quarterback of the Patriots at the start of the season unless Newton gets hurt. Unless Newton gets hurt. That's really not too surprising. Are any of these, probably none of these quarterbacks, I mean, the top guys, I mean, none of the, those guys are likely to start, are, are they? Well, the guy with the Jets and. Uh, maybe, I guess and, the Jets. But and I mean, probably Trevor teams. Lawrence will probably start. Yeah, okay. Well, I, I guess if I you've got nothing else, when you're a two, right. when you're a two right. win team, right. you're, uh, you might as well throw them out to the Wolves. Right, some of the ones. But I mean, for Belichick, you know, totally not, not surprising to hear that. And Mac Jones is buying that. What do you think Mac's going to say? Hey, I'm. I'm hoping to be there, you know, Max, Max a, a team guy. But, no, He'll I think do. the Pats did very, very well. The, uh, this was the first one of these things where I've ever seen where the Giants got an A-plus by all the – Oh, is that right? An A or A-plus by uh, some of the, the uh, huh. Raiders. Do, do of course, you read, I get the free press these days just because they practically give, give it to me. I, uh, I do read it occasionally. Read? Today they had a sports, no. in the sports section a USA Today story, 15 picks – Good picks who, who, who people might not I did. I, I perused that. I, uh, the, the Giants, Giants got had one. Some the Pats that, got two. Aziz Ojolari from Yeah, Georgia. the linebacker from Georgia. Right. And this is, I'll just read this. Uh, and the Pats got two in this. Exhibiting a newfound sense of flexibility and patience, GM Dave Gettleman, or Trader Dave, I <laughs> love that, <laughs> as he was playfully coined after moving back in the draft for the first time in his career, managed to net key assets for himself while maneuvering around the board. Yet at number 50, he still landed a pass rusher worthy of the first round in Ojolari. While some might be concerned with how a 6'2", 249-pound linebacker can beat NFL offensive tackles, Ojolari has a winning formula with his explosive first step, impressive length, and smooth cornering. I was reading some of the Pats um, sports pundits were thinking the Pats might go after him. Sounds like a good pick. Yeah, he was uh, highly regarded. Yeah. I'm a, I was a little surprised that they didn't take, uh, what in the hell is the kid's name? Slater. Because he was uh, available when the Giants picked, but 
Oh, yeah. They obviously didn't think he was better than the guys they had. Yeah. So that yeah. I'm sure that's when they uh, traded. Now I we huh. watched a little bit of that draft. Not not a, not every minute. Oh my <laughs> God! On a Thursday night, Boy, that they was dragged that out. Yeah, and they had and they had different people connected to the teams coming up and making afterwards. Oh, yeah, that didn't knock me over too much. They make such a, yeah. a big deal out of yeah. that. It takes way too long. Yeah, the next night was a lot better, and I, I didn't see any of Saturday. I assume Saturday went pretty. I think pretty Saturday they just go one yeah. right after another. Yeah, no, the they've got them all yeah. on their on their screens, and they know. Yeah. And somebody else goes, then you take yeah. the next guy. Yeah. Did I catch Boo? Roger Goodell? Will he get booed? Didn't I catch booze uh, when he first at the, at the beginning? Maybe not. And uh, and the other, uh, of course, the big football news, of course, is the uh, situation with Aaron Rodgers. Boy, that's um, that's a talk about a story that's not going away. Yeah, every I'm hearing that every every day. The uh, people, what do you what do you think? A big question is: Is Aaron Rodgers with the with the pack and at the start of the season? I don't know. I don't know because um, he's where, where's he where's he going? Is there well, is he's there, threatening not to play at all and retire. Is is that right? I hadn't heard that. And wow, he. Of course, he's a prima donna. Yeah. He's actually a prima donna's prima donna. Yeah, he doesn't sound like the easiest guy to deal with. No. But a pretty pretty talented guy. Well, he's he's as good as there is. Yeah. And the, uh, the problem, huh. of course, I think he doesn't like this GM that the Packers have now. He, he's been mad at him ever since they drafted the quarterback first last year huh. when he probably figured that they needed wide receivers. And supposedly what really uh, put the bee under his bonnet was he had some favorite receiver that they cut last year. Uh, some guy that he liked really well, I can't tell you. He was, he's not a, not a big star, but he was a guy Rodgers liked. And Rodgers has been less than impressed with their drafting, I think, in recent years and anyway, I think. Although I guess they haven't been doing too badly. Huh? Well, if you – and, and – uh, I like to look on both sides. Yeah. All right. If you look at Rogers' point of view, Rogers is 37 going on 38. Yeah. How many more good years does he have left? Not probably, many. Probably not too many. So why don't you try to really go for it this year? Yeah. Kind of like what the Giants did. And and because uh, obviously the Giants didn't have any salary cap room. Yeah. But they finagle away to get all of these free agents. Yeah. The Packers haven't done any of that. So Rodgers, I'm sure, in his mind, feels that they're just happy doing the best they can. They're good, but they're not great. Yeah. Now, on the other hand, uh, my old buddy Lynn Wood used to have an expression, dog wags tail. Tail doesn't wag dog. Yeah. It's funny you mentioned. I, I wrote down Lynn in my notes today because I couldn't. <laughs> I was doing some 49ers stuff and I couldn't remember how did he how did he hook into the Niners? Where did that come from? Well, there was something to do. They were Giants fans for a long time. Yeah, and they did something he didn't like, and he switched. Is that right? And picked up the Niners. And picked up the Niners. Interesting. But um, dog wags tail, <laughs> not tail wags dog. And you know. Uh, if you look at all of the sports, and the, especially the NBA, where the coaches and management really don't amount to anything, and the players, it's really 
the players they had. Look at they recruit their own buddies now, and yeah. and so uh, yeah, that and Aaron. It's a whole like um, Deshaun Watson not wanting to play for the uh, Texans. Of course, yeah. that, now I don't think he's going to have a choice. Not, yeah, really. <laughs> but I mean, uh, these these players, these players. If you're getting thirty, forty million bucks a year, yeah. it's hard to take orders from a guy getting three million bucks a year. Yeah. And uh, I mean, baseball obviously runs into the same. Oh, I guess a, every like NBA maybe more than. Oh. Yeah. So uh, hockey maybe not so much at this point. No, I don't think so. And uh, so you get that issue. And then uh, the other uh, thing is with uh, with the Packers is, geez, uh, what do you get back for Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. What? How do you? How do you trade him? Whatever you get, it's not going to be enough. Yeah. And if you're another team, because they were asking Gettleman, they were asking Gettleman in his news conference after the draft. If he'd be interested in Rodgers, yeah. and he said, "Sure, I'd be interested," or something, but I, he, we got a quarterback anyway. Yeah. But he says, "What do you what do you give for a guy like that?" Yeah. And he's and what do you and he's thirty eight years old. Yeah. So. Yeah, good question. Probably probably not a whole lot. So I don't I don't think. I don't know where that's going to end up. I don't have a clue. I yeah. uh, haven't got any inside information. Yeah. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah. Now, just back to the Pats for a second. If Mac Jones hadn't kind of fallen into their lap, I wonder. I mean, I got to think Jimmy G was a little bit on Belichick's mind, but we'll never, we'll never know. But well, have the yeah. 49ers officially cut him yet? Or? Oh, in fact, I'm hearing just I'm hearing a lot of. In fact, I heard an interview with him. He's, he sounds like he's uh, mostly Colin Coward, who just see, has very good words for him. Ultimate team player. Howard, I mean, Colin's saying, hey, he's starting. They're not starting the rookie. Jimmy G will have, you know, one more year under his belt, and I suspect he may well be right. No, so I think they're hanging on to him. I mean, they, got a very, they have a very good team. And they with thought a, With that, a rookie uh, quarterback, I mean, who knows what you get. Yeah. So I think he's their quarterback for well, probably one more season. Well, and if he plays good. Yeah, he's, uh, I mean, yeah, I feel bad for the guy. He gets hung. I mean, it seems like you guys have hung him one bad pass, when, which would have given him a Super Bowl, but it seems like for one bad pass. Of course, injury prone sounds like the biggest. That's I think. Hasn't he just played issue. in like missed forty percent of his games or something? Yeah. But I mean, geez, sounds like he's a, sounds like he's a great guy. I mean, the Pats loved him. Belichick loved him. Had Belichick had his way, he would have been the Pats' quarterback, right or wrong, for the last what five years or something. Well, uh, speaking of injuries, uh, Gettleman also said that yeah. uh, Jones was severely hurt, and that. Remember when he had that uh, hamstring? Yeah, yeah. He, sure. uh, Whether he should be playing in he, those late games. He shouldn't have been playing at all. Exactly. Anybody else, he said any other player wouldn't have played. Did Gettleman acknowledge that they shouldn't have played him? And well, he said uh, he uh, earned a lot of respect from the guys. Just playing, playing. By tough, playing, playing but like the first game he right. came back, he couldn't do anything. Right. And uh, he did He did come back a little bit, but he's really he was yeah. hurt worse than what they thought. Interesting. So, got, I'm sure good words from his teammates for for playing tough. I think the Giants like Jones. I think they yeah, like his they, character. Yeah. I think if they give him some tools, yeah, he'll be okay. Uh, uh, he let's face it, that poor guy's been under stress. 
right. from the minute he got there. Yeah, for sure. They haven't had – they don't get much of a rhythm. Yeah. You get Barkley and all these new receivers. Yeah. Better line. Yeah. Giants could be pretty good. Yeah. But pour a lot of, lot of pressure on them. I mean, Nighthawk's been very clear. Nighthawk has given them two years of slack saying, hey, third year, Daniel, producer – you know, it's going to be time to move on probably. Yeah, I think this so is there's, it. There's more than a little. There's a lot of pressure on him. But it does sound like he's got a, maybe a much better team. Yeah, I think I think it'll be uh, good to watch him. Hey, just having yeah. Barkley come back. Yeah, that should be worth worth worth. <laughs> Barkley's a pretty good. Yeah. yeah. No, it sounds like it, it could be a, a decent team. Well, and you know, as much as I hate all of the uh, – hoopla and all the crap about the draft I did uh, Nighthawk has got me interested in it enough so that I'll, I'll at least read a little bit about it and yeah. follow it some yeah I'll follow it some yeah I probably should thank Nighthawk for that also because uh, you know I've never been one of these fantasy players or any of that stuff last thing I would go near I didn't even uh, there was a pool for the basketball that my buddies had oh, yeah. and I was I didn't even get in it because I said, "Hey, I'm not going pick- back to find going back to March Madness." Yeah. yeah, I said, "There's no way I'm picking 42 games." Yeah, <laughs> you give me one team or two teams, maybe yeah. I'll 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 pick yeah. a couple of those. Yeah. But if you think I'm going to sit there and pick 42 games, I'll never be able to figure that out. Yeah, I don't know how people can do that. Yeah, I guess Gonzaga got the uh, top, supposedly the top high school recruit. I guess a big seven seven one center. For, oh, really? I forget from where. Who the usual suspects for going? I didn't see Duke, but Carolina, Kansas, Kentucky, but Gonzaga got that guy. I'm sure they'll all have plenty. Yeah. And uh, who knows about Duke this year? Yeah, a funny kind of a funny year, and I and I wasn't. I kind of got into them when it looked like they were making a kind of a medium late run to maybe get into the tournament, and they kind of fell apart. Lost a couple of, I think they lost two straight overtime games that killed them. But I, I didn't really get into the. It's team almost at like Shashevsky uh, didn't really. Uh, he didn't I have think, his heart in it. Yeah, I think I think that's I think that's the case even because um, the women's team I think was the first major team to bag the season. And I'm not sure Coach K felt a lot differently. And they definitely bagged some of their non-conference games. Remember the Alabama coach? Yeah. And Alabama had a good year, but I love the Alabama coach saying, oh, Coach K was afraid he was going to lose more games or something. I'm going, boy, <laughs> boy, buddy, you better, you better hope you're not playing Duke. I'm sure it wouldn't be at Alabama either at Duke or on a neutral court sometime. <laughs> I think Coach K just might remember those comments. Well, if he doesn't, I'm sure the, <laughs> the fans at Cameron Indoor Arena will remember. Remember yeah. it. Yeah, but no, I think it was kind of a weird year. But no, I don't think he was totally into into this year. Now, now Baylor, uh, a team, you know, that wasn't getting much. I mean, they were getting a lot of respect, but I mean, Gonzaga was just a team. And I felt a little bad. They've had so many good teams like Duke had for a while without winning at all. I was kind of hoping Gonzaga would win, but Baylor blew my mind. Oh, Baylor the finals. was just what a, what a great team. Good. Oh, man. And, again, I guess folks are saying, hey, last year might have been the same thing had the season not just totally, you know, and ended there. But very impressive team. Yeah, they were definitely the two best teams. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, fittingly met for the championship. So in NBA – are you paying any attention to the NBA? Zero. Boy, if Hawk were, if Hawk were here, I'd be talking Celtics with him. Celtics are 
Gee, what, three games over 500? They had that incredible comeback with Jason Tatum scoring 60 points. Did you catch that? No. They were down 32 points to, was it Golden State? Jeez, I'm even spacing out on that. Literally down 32 points. Got back, got it into OT, and Jason Tatum was, uh, uh, what, 13 out of 19 from the floor, 15 out of 17 from the line, eight rebounds, five assists. But I think tied a Celtic record tied did Larry Bird have maybe one sixty point game or something? I think I think Mikhail had one. Oh, is that and then I Mikhail? think the next night Bird got him by two. Oh is that right? I think so. Huh. But Celtics uh, boy pretty, pretty Are they gonna shaky. even make the playoffs? I guess they'll make it. I think they're playing sorry Hawk's not here. He's he, he's watched every second of the Celtics game. I think there's a play-in for the seventh and eighth teams in their division or something, have to do some play-in games. Um, Celtics might be on the edge. I mean, they'll definitely at least get that. But, boy, even some rumblings about Brad Stevens these days, even some kind of rumblings that the locker room's not totally in sync. And, of course, people saying, geez, Brad, maybe you should have thought if, in fact, the Indiana job, IU job, was offered to you. And I suspect if he wanted it, he could have grabbed it at Indiana University. In Bloomington, uh, but, you know, he's... You know, Why would any yeah. really good basketball or, coach... You're going to say any good college basketball coach Why go to the pros? Why would they turn down a good college job right. or, for or a pro way. job? Yeah. Well, I give Coach K credit because the Celtics went after him hard and the Lakers some years later. And I give Coach K credit. I mean, you know, I mean, he's a god at, at Duke yes, and stuff. Yes. I told you, the, the building that next to Cameron Indoor... It was uh, named after, in fact, one of the names is one of my freshman roommates, Alan Schwartz, who became a key, top of the line of Beer Stern, I think. I actually made it to the top, but I think he's got his name. I think it's Butters Schwartz, Tom Butters, your former AD. I think it's named for my freshman, uh, not roommate, but fellow housemate, Alan Schwartz. uh, How did he make out when Beer Stearns went back? Oh, I think, boy, I think, I mean, I think he had a, I think think he had maybe gotten the top job not long before things fell apart at, what, 2008, 2009? (laughs) And I'm not sure what's happened to him. (laughs) I I trust he had a lot of money in the bank by that point. Point. Well, I hope he did. But it's funny. I can, and, and I, he wasn't a close friend. But you know, we were friends freshman year. Sure. But we were noteworthy in the sense two northern kids. He's a Long Island guy. I'm suburban Boston, and we were the two northern white kids in my freshman house at Duke who had black roommates. <laughs> and I probably mentioned that story many times. Just knew my roommate's name, George DePriest, out of Richmond area, and and he got there ahead of me. I flew down. You know, showed up on campus and walked into my room, and there's a can of Afro Sheen on the clothing. I'm saying, "Hey, I, something tells me George is black, and George is hopefully still is was indeed black." But uh, but Alan had a baseball scholarship. I guess he had. I certainly don't think he made it to MLB. I think he might have played maybe some minor league baseball. Anyway, but had a had a good run at least until the uh, crash in 2008. Anyway, but Coach K, yeah, what a what a smart guy to stay at Duke and be God. I mean, oh, look at all the coach, like uh, Dean Smith, yeah, uh, John Wooden, yeah, those guys uh, really had pretty pretty good life. That college coaching, yeah. Uh, look at the football uh, with. Uh, well, you got Lou Saban at uh, Lou Saban. Nick, and, sorry, Nick Nick Saban was Lou. Nick Saban. Lou Saban used to coach the uh, Buffalo. Right. Sorry, Nick, and, uh, Nick Saban. 
And then uh, our buddy in Clemson there, what's his name? Uh, yeah, Dabo Sweeney. Dabo. Sweeney. Yeah, really. Why do you want to? You want to go to the pros and, a year. right? You want to go to the pros and eventually, presumably, get fired by somebody or, yeah. Because the pros, the pros average coach probably doesn't last more than three, four years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for every Bill Belichick, yeah, there's oh, God. there's fifty Pat Shermers. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. that are coming gone in two years. Yeah, I mean, Colin Coward was saying today, just looking at uh, pro coaches, he's saying, I think they're like seven to nine who are shaky going into this into the season, who might be gone after this season. Oh yeah. No, I give those guys credit. Smart, smart decision to say stay where they were. So yeah. basketball. So just no basketball is. I've written it off. Is that is that right? Just no. because of lack of interest, of politics, or mix? well, I uh, I, mean, I don't like the way they play. Yeah. And number two, I don't like being preached at all the uh, sloganeering and all yeah. that crap. Which drove Nighthawk total, totally crazy. Well, you know, I'm I uh, I'm very offended at guys making ten million dollars a year yeah. telling me how yeah. much suffering they're going through. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little it's a little a little, too little much. hard to take. Yeah. Uh, the same with the Hollywood crowd. The Oscars yeah. had their lowest ratings. Ever and right. they were really bad. I this think year. I think under ten mil. I paid. I don't. I don't usually pay much attention to that. I paid zero just because I'm not, not a streaming guy. I mean, the movies meant not nothing. No, to me. I haven't watched a new movie in. So I didn't. That meant absolutely nothing to me. I think they were under ten million viewers in the good old days. They were up in the twenties, I think. Oh, that used to be a big. Uh, sure, huge. The uh, yeah. The last newest movie I saw was. The one with uh, Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci and uh, Al Pacino. Uh, I know what you. I didn't uh, see it, but um, oh, I, I I know what you're talking. I can't think of the name, but I didn't see it. The Irishman. Hey, thank, thank you. Thank you. Glad thank you. Someone... You got a couple of senior citizens here. We can't remember <laughs> anything. <laughs> thank you, Alan. Though I did pull out. Somebody asked me something the other day, and I. I gave them the answers. I forget what it was. And they go, wow, you remember that? And I go, <laughs> if you don't ask me what I had for lunch yesterday, I can tell you. I, hear, I Believe me, I hear you. Hey, you're probably closer to this than me. Can I Can I look forward to movies coming back to the Weldon, do you think? I Any, don't know. No inside info no, on that? No, I don't. I don't. I haven't seen Marion in quite I a while. I haven't seen And, of course, I lost her fine husband, who was my great dentist for years. Yeah, I lost Doc too. Schumer. All right. Yep, lost a good good doc. Hopefully those guys are doing well. I trust they are. I noticed Mary's Marquise. She does she does a popcorn night once in a while, which I usually take advantage of. About once a month or so, Saturday night they'll have they'll bring it out to you. you know, seven bucks for a big popcorn, all the butter you want. They'll give you a candy bar also. That's been kind of cool. She just said, you know, on the marquee. It's I usually, think we're not too far away. I mean, some. I mean, some theaters. Some theaters have come. Boy, I'm not I sure. I think we're not too far away from yeah. not having any restrictions. Yeah. Uh, Florida this week. Florida this week opened everything up. Yeah. No. No COVID. Nothing. Yeah. Boy, and I'm telling you, Governor Ron. He he says. I, I read a long story on him. For the record, DeSantis is how you hear his last name. Right. He pronounces it apparently DeSantis. Minor point. But boy, I'm telling you, if, uh, right now I would say if Trump's not the Republican nominee in 2024, personally I hope he's not. But if he's not, boy, I'd, I'd be tempted to put a little money on uh, oh, Governor he's, DeSantis. He's, he's good. Yeah, he's a kind of a Trump, a kind of a a Trump, a little lighter, but combative, but. Uh, 
gets and, and again even even the mainstream media i didn't see the 60 minutes interview did you see that a month or so ago? i didn't but i heard they kind of tried to set him up a little bit but they didn't yeah, do and it even and even some more liberal folks said yeah they because they they nailed them and they were saying um some vaccination points had he had you know tended to some of his oh, supporters more, and also got he, some money, got some campaign. Well, because they had vaccinations. If you've been in Florida, there's a lot of publics. Yeah, okay. Which is like... Uh, As in super, supermarket, supermarket publics, drug drugstore. Yeah. And, uh, and he said, no, we didn't have the vaccinations there because of the campaign. Right. It's because that's where the people go. Right. And and it which made sense. And if right. you've been to Florida, there's a Publix like yeah, on every street corner. Right. But they yeah, they tried to nail them on that or getting some campaign money and, and what they did. And again, and he obviously strongly denied that. I suspect their feelings both ways on that. But again, at, at some point, he gave a very strong denial of that. And 60 Minutes just edited that denial. So in fact, I guess on air, I didn't see it, but on air, apparently it wasn't that much of a denial just because they Edited, and, that, and that's pathetic. And then 60 Minutes even got some grief from some folks who probably typically love, love 60 Minutes. Well, they, the mainstream media right yeah. now, people don't trust them. They just had a thing on where all the uh, New York Post and CNN and all that had to have a retraction on some stuff they had on, on Giuliani. Yep, I did. I, I, I didn't a read this, bit of the that. whole thing because yeah. I'm sick of it. I don't want to read any of yeah. it. But, yeah, I'm pretty sick of it, too. Yeah, they, I did catch a little bit of that. But what's happened is the people just don't have any faith in in what they're reading. No, you're right about that. And, and it's really, uh, they've got a, the media has a lot of work to do, to because uh, now it's all come out, you know, with, like, the the folks from these editors from CNN and stuff. Oh, we did everything we could. We've been scaring everybody just so that we could get rid of Trump and it worked. Uh -huh. And, you know, that's not really, uh, it's not really right. But they had, I don't know, did you remember the movie uh, Network? No, sure. I'm not. I'm, yeah, a guy yelling out the window, of course. I'm, Crazy as hell. I'm mad, and we're I'm not mad gonna, as hell and I'm not going to take, it, not anymore. Gonna take it anymore. Sure. That movie, yeah. the premise of that, was so far-fetched huh. in, in 1976. And not, and not far-fetched these days, huh? Well, they, they, at the end, do you remember, they, they killed. They had these, they paid these revolutionaries huh. to kill the anchorman because he had stopped promoting the network huh. and they, it was saying how they huh. were taking corporate money and blah, blah, blah. So they killed them really. on live TV so I, they'd have better ratings. No, really. No, I don't remember that. I just remember the guy yelling out the window. And uh, like William Holden was the old, huh. uh, he was like your uh, Walter Cronkite, Eric yeah. Severide kind of guy. Yeah. And, and supposedly back in the old days, your network news was a separate entity right. so that they could have their integrity and nobody, right. nobody right. messed with the news department. Right. Yeah. But the news has stopped being a news department. 
for at least the last 25 or 30 years. And of course, years. another, you've made the point too, and it's a good point that there's so many voices these days. I mean, you said, hey, in the old days, Walter Cronkite had a ton of credibility, and probably most people, 70% of people probably said, yeah, I trust Walter Cronkite. Yeah, you did. Imagine somebody, anybody now getting more than, what, 30% if they're lucky or something? Well, but there's so many voices now. And another thing is, uh, there's a veteran reporter on my tiny scale in Franklin County, Vermont. People also don't differentiate, and the networks don't help. I'd give Fox. I think Fox does a better job of differentiating between their news guys and, and their commentators right. than C CNN. I mean, I think Anderson Cooper's a solid guy, but, yeah, the Trump thing, some of those guys, their hatred of Trump, which I can personally understand, but was palpable, and I don't like seeing it. Hey, I may share your feelings, but I don't want to see you you know, raging about it on TV in front of me, especially if you're supposedly a news guy and not a commentator. Tell me the news and yeah. let the people figure it yeah. out. But that's but, a, but that's it. There, I think for a lot of people, it's blurred. They're not, you know, if they're watching somebody, they're not sure if it's a, you know, somebody commenting or a supposedly a news person. That's so blurred now. Oh. And everybody is can be a journalist these days. So good luck. I mean. You know, is that, well, the other the uh, other big issue you've got yeah. is before you go back pre-internet. Yeah, you had your radio, right. TV, right. newspaper. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and oh yeah, it yeah. was easy. Right, it was easy to put stuff in there, and you only had papers like the uh, Inquirer. That would really be salacious. And A few crazies. Yeah. You put stuff out there like. But now, yeah. with these blogs yeah. and these internet newspapers, yeah. guys just put stuff out there. Yeah. And, and what happens is if you have a particular uh, bent or a little tendency, yeah. you, you, read your news, you read your news from the same kind of news sure. that you're tilted to. Sure, the, so you the, never learn, you never get both sure. sides of an issue. Sure, the, the echo chamber. It's, it's, right. It's so many nuts. people. I give myself a little credit. Even in college, um, as I think about it, some of my probably typically more liberal friends at college. Yeah, Richard, you're getting, because I was getting Village Voice at the time, probably about the most liberal publication right. I could get. I loved some of their guys. Nat Hentoff, just great people. But also, for the record, I was getting National Review. Just to give me, I think from early on, it, it meant something to me to get, and I still do. I, in fact, I think you've got a national yeah, <laughs> one of mine in front of you. Um, so I'll purposely, you know, purposely give myself different points of view. I'll give myself a little credit for that, and I wish a lot of people did that. I think precious few people do that. They, uh, yeah, they make up their mind, and that's it. And, and just, and just, yeah, as you say, hook into whoever's going to reinforce their their feelings. Well, that's the other thing is. Is that, uh, and it starts right from the top. The, they don't have a civil discourse. Right. Yeah. They're calling people names, yeah. and they, it. You got two-year-olds fighting with three-year-olds. Yeah. It's it's really yeah. it's really embarrassing. Well, boy, I mean, if you think you can put the genie back in the bottle, I hope I hope you're. I right, don't know. I don't I know it, who can. I think it's gone. I just I just can't imagine I, uh, it happening. I don't know, and it's. It's tough, and the sports—the sports—is the same thing. Um, I mean, uh, you look at what ESPN's. Look at what's happened to ESPN. Which I, which you know, I mean, I watch their telecast, but I just watch very little of the like Sports Center and stuff. So you're telling me that that even they've got an agenda. Yeah. That whole whatever it is they're putting out there. Yeah. And 
I don't watch it enough. To, I don't watch to know it at that. all anymore. I, I I I can't take it. Is that is that Ryan? I haven't watched. I can't remember the last time I watched Sports Center. Yeah. And I used to start every morning. Huh. Huh. First thing I do is watch really? Sports Center. Really. And the last thing I do when I go to bed is watch Sports really? Center. And those days are gone. Huh? Oh yeah, yeah. Interesting. And uh, but it's uh, um. people just want sports. I think just to entertain yeah. them. They want preaching, go to church. Yeah. And eventually, I think maybe people will get sick of it. And they'll realize, you know, the yeah. life is a pendulum. It, yeah. it comes and goes and comes and goes. So you're at least hoping it'll it'll swing back at some point. I'd huh? like to think so. Yeah. I think I think a lot of it is set up by the, uh, the leadership. And the other problem you've got is you take, you've got maybe four or five big players that control all your media, your uh, the news, the networks. Yeah. I mean, you look at uh, ABC, ESPN, yeah. uh, Google, book, Microsoft, yeah. the yeah. Facebook. They're all. Yeah. It's a very limited, and they keep buying up. They keep buying up these platforms yeah. because what's happening is people aren't watching TV anymore. Yeah. And hardly anybody's hooked up to the cable anymore. Yeah, that's really that right. Uh, so I'm a dinosaur on that front as well. I oh, guess. Oh, me huh? too. <laughs> and uh, this new thing now, you can get this Fire Stick or something huh. for 149 bucks a year huh. that has two or three local channels and all all kinds of uh, news and uh, all your major huh. networks. 149 bucks a year. Really? Well, shoot, I'm paying. I'm paying over. Uh, I'm not going to say, but well over, well over uh, 200, 250 bucks no. a month for cable. No, I hear you. I'm in the same ballpark. It's in, it's insane. What I'm, yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I'm in the same ballpark. And I'm paying a lot more than that because I've been renting a lot of movies. Uh, interesting. Big, big uh, stretch. So you net, net. Sounds like Netflix is uh, again. This means nothing. I just don't do that. You a Netflix guy? We've got it. You have it. What I'll do is, and you know, most of their movies are, are newer movies, and yeah. I don't know. You said, I know you said you're getting into old, older movies, right? Yeah, I watched uh, yeah. I watched a movie last night called The Cincinnati Kid with oh, uh, Jack Jackie Gleason. No, Paul Newman, St- Steve Paul... McQueen. Oh, Steve McQueen. Sorry. It, uh, the one you're thinking of is The Hustler. The Hustler, thank you. Which is Jackie and, and Paul. It's a very similar kind of movie, except okay. instead of being pool player, uh, Steve McQueen is a card shark. Oh, is that right? Plays uh, five card stuff. I'm sure I, that's that sounds like a fun movie. And the uh, and the uh, Jackie Gleason guy huh. is Edgar G. Robinson. He's oh, really? the established star card player. It's funny you mention him because on one of my you know on one of the Comcast channels 250 I think I came across an Edward G. movie last night. I think there's one channel that's showing a lot of like 1940s movies and stuff. God, what a what a character! Edward oh, he G. was good. Yeah. He was good as uh, the guy. Oh, hey, guess, guess oh, what? We, have we a got a call? call? Maybe we'll come back to Thank you, caller. Fire away. Good to have you. Hey, hey guys. How are we doing tonight? We're, We're good. okay. Good to, hear, good to hear from you. How are you? Good, good. David, I have to just laugh. It sounds like you get the same Comcast bill I get every month. And, I and me. I complain about it all the time, but what I need is to get educated on how to watch TV again. You know, these young guys, well, Bobby, you've got to scream this way, do that, do that. <laughs> and I'm scratching my head and saying, you know, 
come over to my house and show me what I want. Yeah. Bobby, uh, for the record, you know, my cable uh, is terribly expensive. Yeah. Bobby, and, for the you know yeah. we we have a million stations. Uh, to get a good station, you got to fall into the next platform. You get one good <laughs> station with six stations that are no good. Then another station you may like goes to the next <laughs> platform. Yeah. So they really got you by the ears and up. You know, we have tons of stations, and I bet we watch maybe a half a dozen of them. Uh, and, you know, the, the rest just never get watched. I almost wish it could be you pay for the usage, and, you know, it would yeah. be a lot better. Of course, cable wouldn't make their money, but right. it's incredible how many stations we have and how many of them are useless? I hear you. My bill, for the record, the, I think I just paid it. My my Comcast bill that I just got was yeah, I'm above. How about two seventy one? Yeah, that's I get, and that's with some second tier movie like Stars. I like there's some yeah. good stuff on Stars, and all of a sudden, in fact, I'm watching my favorite show, and all of a sudden it's gone because they start charging. So I that was like another ten bucks a month or so. But yeah, I I, I hear you. I hear well, you. Well, I can tell you, caller, my son doesn't have cable but he's got hulu and zulu and all right uh all that stuff but you know what all those streamers it's not the same it's not the same it's not um, as easy as having the cable and just getting what right. you want no i'm sure for me i'd probably be helpless with this and other stuff. you know i figure i i'm i'm on the tail end of however long i'm going to be here i might as well enjoy watching tv but you're right a lot of times you got 800 channels 900 channels and there's not one thing you want to watch this just... oh definitely definitely it's kind of comical actually but comcast is quick and it's clean you will not find a better cable network like we do the triple play with the phone the yep, computer same and, same here same yeah, and the, the computer is blazing fast flawless and you know we still have a landline you know for my parents and everything and yeah. uh you know like i said as far as tv viewing that there's one great station in every tier so they drag you to the end, but you know we pay in the neighborhood as two forty something. And last summer, like I dropped the HBOs and um, Showtimes. We do have um, Stars and a couple other ones. Yeah, but, Epics, you know, some decent stuff on you're Epics. You're still watching Porky's and uh, you know <laughs> movies that are forty years old. So uh, you know, and it went down a little bit then, and it always finds its way to creep back up. Well, yeah, I hear you. Hear well, you. we're having I because I'm we have dealer meetings every uh, once a month and we talk about advertising <laughs> and and, you know, in the old days, like I was telling Richard. Yeah. In the old days, all you had to worry about was TV, radio, newsprint right. or maybe direct mail. Boy, well, now you got geez, tons. Oh, of, uh, you're uh, and and let me tell you uh, something. When when somebody clicks on something on your computer at home, yeah. when you click on let's say a, a Ford F one fifty, well, we know that, so we put uh, we we put an ad out there for a GMC pickup uh, so that we can uh, attack or like if you try to get a huh. an airline reservation or if you're looking at an airline, yeah. The next day, when you turn on your computer, you got forty-two airline ads. Oh yeah, the floodgate opens, <laughs> and and the internet is just a platform for advertisers. 
to to trace you around. Remember when it was first, uh, when they first came out with the internet, they said, oh, this is going to be fantastic. And it's really been, it's really been, instead of freeing people up, it's actually closed them in because you can't go anywhere. And if you go Facebook or uh, they know wherever you've been, and now they're finally coming out with a few uh, huh. uh, search engines or things that don't remember where you go. Really? And oh, yeah. I, I know exactly what crazy. you mean. You look like out of new pair of shoes, and you have shoes on the Internet for the next two weeks. Oh, absolutely. And, and even with Facebook, when I first got on a few years ago, you did connect with friends. There was a few advertisements. Now it's just a political platform on there. It almost is set up so people can bicker back and forth. You may see a friend or two's comments, but it's all political advertisement. I mean, whatever side of the fence you're on, there's things on there. But uh, that's kind of walked away from its first intention, too. You know, when I first got on, I touched bases with old schoolmates that live across, you know, America. And now, like I said, it's everything but. So that that certainly has changed in time. Now, uh, I suppose we should talk sports. How are the Red Sox doing? I don't know. I haven't been following. It sounds any like rain was an issue, Bobby. Are they in rain delay or? Oh, I don't know. I have no idea. In fact, actually, it's I a. Saw, I haven't. I watched a half an inning this year. Oh, really? Um, one thing did come on my phone a little while ago. John Means of Baltimore. Pitched uh, no hitter today. Really? Wow, the uh, Orioles. Which is hard to do. I mean, it, it's quite a feat when you do that. Wow. Yeah, Red Sox are dealing with Baltimore this weekend. It sounded like the Red Sox were likely to run into a rain delay. The pregame guys were talking start around eight o'clock or so. So no, no baseball because of the again the. I know these guys talked about it when I was away because of the All Star Game situation, or just not interested anyway, or what. Oh, hey, it's uh, a bunch of different things. Yeah. It, you know, it's just not the same to me anymore. It, yeah. Like like Dave said, um, his buddy told him, you've got the tail wagging the dog and a bunch of spoiled brats in the game of sports. Um, you know, I, I haven't watched nothing in quite some time. I, you know, since the World Series, since the um, Super Bowl, which I enjoyed, I really haven't. Watched a few Bruin games, but that's been about it. Hmm. I did watch the draft, and that thing is getting real corny. That <laughs> lazy boy chair they had on stage, <laughs> whatever um, team had to be picking the draft pick, one of their fans get to sit in a chair. And I mean, it, it, it's getting pretty strange. Hmm. How'd your guy, how'd the Rams do? How, 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 how do you think your guys did? Well, I will tell you in January, um, we had really no first-round pick. Um, You know, I think we did okay. We didn't have a lot of spots to fill, and a lot of them were just backups, you know, backup players or rotation players. But, uh, you know, we'll see how it all pans out. Now, one good thing, a couple of the Tar Heels, Football team, two running backs yeah. went early. And, you know, you don't see that a lot. That's not a big 
high production schools for the yeah. NFL. And didn't a Dukey pass receiver go as well? I think, in fact, I was in, in the later rounds. I think Nighthawk, I think Rick said maybe a couple, couple Dukies might have been drafted. But that shows you where I am. I'm not even on top of that. But, yeah, and I actually was watching when weren't the, weren't the North Carolina backs, didn't they get drafted almost one after another? Or am I dream, dreaming that? No, no, I, I believe you're right. Yeah. That that first night of the draft, I was kind of excited for it, but my goodness, yeah. didn't they drag and drag between each pick? It yeah. kind of took the fun right out of it. They drag, and, and again, they keep, you know, they brought in a representative from some guy with some organization. Yeah, I wasn't impressed. They were kind of losing me the first night. Oh, it's, it, it, every pick's 25 minutes. Yeah. Well, uh, you know what, uh, caller, I'm going to ask you something because you follow hockey a little bit. What about this suspension or lack of for this Wilson who who uh, who mauled this guy, these two guys from the Rangers? I did hear a little about that, but I'm not on top of that. The uh, basically what happened is this Wilson took this guy, his helmet was off, yeah, grabbed his hair threw his head and pushed it into the ice. Really? And the guy was a, a very skilled player. Huh. And he ended up, uh, he ended up, uh, he's out for the rest of the season. Of course, the Rangers didn't get in the playoffs. And the uh, Rangers ended up firing uh, Davidson today. Right, right. right. yes, I did see that. that. Wow. But this guy, Wilson, I he's think... I think what they should do in hockey wow. for guys that do stuff like that, they ought to be suspended when they do something that's illegal, not an accident. When you hurt a guy and he's out for six months, you should be out for six months. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because that I, I watched the highlights of that, and that was absolutely vicious. And he's lucky the guy didn't get killed. Yeah. Is that really... Cause when you know you... one thing, though, we talked about this at work today, and it, it, this day and time is still kind of strange that they allow fighting. Like two guys drop their gloves, the refs back up six feet. They let these guys punch it out until they feel they're both tired out. Then two refs get in between them. You know, perhaps they should never let the fight start. And I know people like fights in hockey, but this is... It kind of gives you the invitation to do things like what just happened with that Wilson, you know? Oh. Uh, really, um, I don't, you know, what are they going to wait for till some guy gets whacked the end of the nose and gets a brain injury yeah. before they stop it? Well, so it, it, I think it just kind of opens up the doors for these fights and, you know. Hey, do you remember uh, Ted Green? Oh. Oh, sure. And my, Gets my... whacked over the head. Uh, huh. Brashear, same thing. Brashear yeah. got whacked over the head. Huh. I mean, that's not sport. Yeah. That's... No, no, they've got to be a little bit stricter. Huh. There's, uh, a, there's a line they shouldn't cross, and, and this Wilson, this is like the seventh time he's been fined. Oh, yeah, he's a big bully. Wow. And and five thousand dollar fine is a joke to a guy yeah, like that. that. That's all. That's all he got. Five thousand. Yeah, and the guy would have been out. Uh, the and the guy that he hurt was probably one of the Rangers' best players. Really? No, that's wrong. Wow. And you know there'll be revenge for that too. Oh, 
they'll uh it I it reminds me of when Claude Lemieux took out the uh who is it, McCarty on the Red Wings? Or Claude Lemieux took somebody out when he was with Colorado from the Red Wings. He remember he checked them into the boards and the guy lost like eight teeth and broke his jaw. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's right. And then the next year when the Red Wings played uh, Colorado, the first game, maybe it was McCarty. I think it was McCarty or uh, McSorley that got a hold of Lemieux and he literally pounded the stuffing out of him. And the refs did nothing because they knew he deserved it. And uh, Lemieux mostly turtled the whole time. Really? Yeah. Wow. Now and then I'll uh, go on my phone on YouTube and you get these fights yes. way back from the 70s and 80s in hockey. Uh, th- these, guys, these guys are pretty rugged. Oh, I mean, those were... Uh, oh, yeah. Those are good. Back then they wore no helmets and uh, this was good old backyard boxing. Yeah. I mean, Goldie, can you imagine that? I mean, Goldie's, of course, you know, I grew up without, with Goldie's not wearing a mask. I know. How unbelievable does that seem now? Well, remember Some when Jerry Cheevers was to the have first. the toughest face in the world. Well, I guess, was Jerry like the fir- first he guy? Was, uh, the first guy was Jacques Plante to wear a mask. Huh. Well, but Cheevers, remember he had the little stitches on his mask? I do remember. Yeah, I think I remember his mask. <laughs> of course, the, uh, the sticks weren't like they are today. Yeah. Those old wooden sticks yeah. weren't as easy to lift the puck up, and maybe, they weighed 800 pounds. Maybe some out of Richard, Vermont, or Northland. Oh, I bet you there were. Yeah. But uh, these, uh, these new sticks today with the carbon fiber and all that crap. Yeah. Hey, a decent hockey sticks, yeah. 250 $300. Is that, is that right? And those guys wow. go through them like cordwood. Wow. I mean, for your typical BFA hockey player, how much? A couple hundred bucks. Is that right for one for a stick? Oh, yeah. Wow. And they don't last. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, sticks, are, sticks aren't cheap. Uh, yeah. When we used to play, I bet you Bobby can remember, when we were playing street hockey. In the old days, everybody had a Titan. And the Titans never huh. broke. Because they had the bottom, the blade had about an uh, inch border of plastic on it. I was going to say, I can remember, I, I love street hockey. I remember, yeah, wrapping my stick with a lot of just black tape and stuff, too. Or Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. that's what we did, too, Duke. We yeah. had about three rolls of tape on the end of it. <laughs> wow. Half a blade and, yeah, yeah, good old days. Wow. Yeah, these guys, they don't play enough street hockey. Oh, we love that. Right. We would do that every, hockey. every, every yeah. night. We entertained ourselves. You know, I, I don't think they have the opportunities we did at kids. People are spread out all over living now. You know, we had the luxury of yeah. a bunch of kids living in a neighborhood. Yes. Yeah. It was easy to round everybody up yeah. where, you know, like I say, people are spread out all over now. Yeah. But Geez, again, I won't trade those days for anything. I, I hear you. I was in the same situation, you know, outside suburban Boston. Just tons of kids in the neighborhood, plenty of kids, and we'd play capture the flag at night. Oh. One of my neighbors had a great lawn. I mean, capture the flag every every night of summer, but after a day of baseball, all day, ton tons of kids. You used to play some, yeah. and uh, and nobody had a cell phone, and nobody right. cared where you were as long as you're home for supper. Right, be home for supper. Yeah, it's a different, it's a very different world, and I'm not sure it's a, a total, it's certainly not a totally better world. I don't, I don't know what to say. No, that's for sure. 
Wow. Okay, I'll let you guys go there. Great show, guys. Keep it up. Hey, thanks, thanks. for checking in. Thanks. We'll see ya. So you Yankees, I think the the obits for the Yanks were maybe a little little uh, premature. A little premature. <laughs> uh, I have not watched because uh, I've got one of my guys that works big Red Sox fan, oh, yeah. and I and I did tell him today. I said I think they beat Houston yesterday. And uh, so the Yankees did be. And, and they I, played Houston for the first time. It's a big story, boy. Houston, I guess. Uh, I guess they, the they fans, all ten thousand of them. Right. Let them have it. Right. In fact, it sounds like a lot of the chance for stuff we cannot repeat no, over, we, uh... over these airwaves. <laughs> Especially Boy. for Altuve. So, right. Boy, I guess they run into that. It sounds like he runs into that for the rest of his baseball career. Oh, huh? I think so. Wow. Well, baseball, no other sport, yeah. I'm not going to say encouraged, but had the the fan part of the the heckling yeah. the heckling has always yeah. been part of baseball yeah. and the fans have always tried to get on the, on the guys yeah. but um Houston yeah. Houston's really uh, catching hell and mm. uh but the Yankees uh, two weeks ago Stanton looked like he was gone for dead yeah he's hitting like a He's hitting like 580 or 600 no, Ryan? for the last 10 line. games. He's had like four three-hit games. Really? And uh, Judge is playing pretty good, but and their pitching's been good. Yeah. And uh, huh. and our buddy uh, Glaber Torres, who looked awful the first couple of weeks, is yeah. really starting to look better. Huh. So they're they're playing they're playing a little better. Uh, know. You know, I have a, a saying that I use all the time when I'm playing golf, and if I have three birdies in a row. I figure that I, I will say sooner or later water seeks its own level, and you're going to get what you're supposed to get. Yeah. And now, how about the Red Sox? Are they still in first place? I guess, I guess they are. They were a little shaky. They're playing the Tigers now. Talk about boy! All oh, the Tigers. I are think you can make the case. Maybe one of the you know maybe worst the teams worst in, team in the majors. In the majors, maybe for a long time in the majors. Terrible team. Yeah. Red Sox jumped on them early yesterday. The Tigers. Finally started hitting, kind of got back in the game, but the Red Sox did win. And um, uh, Yeah, Red Sox are still holding up. I'm, like I said, just like I didn't buy the Yankees, just like I wasn't saying, oh, yeah, the Yankees are history, forget it, terrible season. Red Sox, you know, kind of a, I still don't even know a lot of these guys. It's an interesting team, but Alex Cora can manage and stuff, and it sounds like he's maybe not getting the grief, certainly not getting the grief that the Houston players got, even though he maybe deserves a little of it anyway. Well, you know what? what name but he is. seems like, a, you know, yeah, he screwed up. He, he was, I think he acknowledged he was pretty candid. Hey, I screwed up. If nobody buys that, I understand your feelings are your feelings. But I think I'd like to think deep down he's a fairly de pretty decent guy. Well, I give him credit. Yeah. Because, number one, they all cheat in baseball. Yeah. They've all tried to cheat yeah. and get his way with as much as they can yeah. from – uh, scuffing up the ball to reading the signs, yeah. it's part it's part of the game. Uh, but number two, Cora took his punishment, yeah, and he did his time, yeah. So now he's over. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you do the you do the crime, you do the time, yeah. it's over. You can't. Yeah. Uh, the trouble with Altuve and those guys, yeah, they never had any punishment. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the worst part of it for me. Yeah. Huh. And it's like the steroid yeah. guys. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, for some people, yeah, Roger Clemens isn't, you know, he's tainted forever. For Nighthawk, he'd say Bonds. that about David Ortiz even. He's yeah. taint, tainted. But uh, who's to say they aren't doing it now and they're just better at yeah. not getting caught at it? Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. You don't know. And yeah. who's to say you wouldn't do it? If, you gotta, if, you, if you're living yes. in a place where, where the life expectancy is 40 years old yeah. and you don't have a, a chance... Uh, the best job you can get is shining shoes. Yeah. You wouldn't do something if you're a good baseball player? Yeah. Hey, I suppose, I'm back to journalism, I suppose you could say that about some of the, quote, journalists out there. Make enough noise, say enough crazy stuff, and, you know, someone is going to grab you probably. Yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah, it's kind of sad. But... Anyway, yeah. but so yeah, so you're not you're not paying any personal attention to the Yanks. I'm not watching any games. Really? Will, will that change maybe? Or no? Is that and again? Are you? Is this go back to that the All Star? My, that is my uh, punishment to baseball. Is that right? For moving the All Star game. Is that right? Really? Of course, I really don't like the way the Yankees play either. Is that right? I yeah. I la I can't tell you how many games they had last year. Yeah. Lead off guy on. Second guy gets a hit. Yeah. Neither of those guys score. They don't get them yeah. in with nobody out. Yeah. And they probably wouldn't cross your mind to to put down a bunt and move them up or anything. No, no. And I yeah. and I hate the whole the uh, the way they play it now with the uh, shifts yeah. and the launch angle and the fundamentals aren't there. The yeah. guys they don't play good fundamental baseball. I guess, as you know, we've talked about a little bit. I guess they're, they're doing some changes in minor league baseball. There's a big change in major league baseball, I guess, is, uh, well, obviously two biggies, extra inning games, runner starts at second, and the doubleheaders, seven inning doubleheaders. Now, they, uh, did they go to the thing where the pitcher has to stand for three batters now, or the whole inning? Boy, you know, I, th I think they did that, but geez, I haven't thought about that for a while. Because that changes a lot, too. Yeah. I think I think that's in there also, but minor leagues. Uh, I guess I'm not sure how low in the minor leagues, but no shifting, not having, making hey, you know your shortstop and third baseman have to be on the left side. Hey, the Yankees had a game yeah. a couple days ago. Did they two run into like in, five or two hours and ten minutes? You're, you're kidding. I'm not ten two nine ten, inning game. Nine inning game. Two hours and ten really? minutes. Really, that's unbelievable. Think about that. that that's, that's the unreal. way it used to be. Sure. So maybe. Uh, and I did read huh. where they're going to let more fans in uh, the ballparks now in New York. Is that, yeah, if you've got a vaccination, you can go sit next yeah. to anybody. Huh. Back to the – I might have mentioned yeah. this in passing, but I think I mentioned on my trip, I, and I really like him. He's a fun guy to listen to, Mad Dog. Okay. This is Mad Dog on lease. I love Sirius XM, the best money I spend that I get in my car. But Channel 82, but he's on 3 to 6. But, but a fun guy. Of, of formerly, of course, Mike and the Mad Dog fan. Right. But the point he made, and believe me, I'm on my ship. I was listening probably an, an hour a day for a week or two. He was getting, and it could have been you or Nighthawk calling him, he was getting some callers who just went crazy about Manfred, who would have just hung him in a second. And Mad Dog's comment, which I thought was worth something, we made it clear saying, hey, you, I'm, not, I'm not getting into politics. I'm, I'm trying to stick with sports. But the point he made to a, a, just a, a dozen irate callers who could have hung Manfred was, had Manfred not done that, you keep the All-Star game in Atlanta, supposedly, and guess what happens? The black players and maybe everybody boycotts the game. 
They're not going to play that game. So great. Keep the game in Atlanta. And guess what? It gets to All-Star Weekend and the game falls apart. So, I mean, he was saying that saying, I give, I think Manfred had some justification because that's what I think would have happened had he not moved it out of Atlanta. I don't and he, know. You don't, buy, you don't buy that? I don't buy that. And I'll tell you yeah. why. I don't think what Georgia did was all that rough. I think, again, I'm not thrilled with the law, but I think the law has been overly demonized. Yes. I'll, I'll certainly agree with that. Uh, they, they still get to vote for 10 days yeah. separately. We only get to vote here in Vermont one day. Well, except you can vote. You can vote ahead of time easily. easily right, enough. and you can do that in Georgia. All you have to do yeah. is show your ID. Yeah. But back back to my point, you, you but, just don't buy the players? No, nah, and you know what? Yeah. They've got the... The owners have the players, when it comes to appearances and stuff, yeah. uh, character issues, things like that. And for what they're paying those guys, they can show yeah. up to the game. Like, yeah. I think too many of these guys uh, uh, beg out of the All-Star game. Sure. Yeah, some of them certainly do. And uh, how many times say, oh, I've got a pulled hamstring yeah. or something, and they don't. They don't show up. The All-Star Game is, is a showcase for baseball. And that ought to be, you know, it's like the Home Run Derby. Yeah. Look how many guys, nobody gets in the Home Run Derby anymore. Well, if you aren't going to get in it and you aren't getting your best players in it, yeah. don't have it. Yeah, why haven't? But when I, when I talk about showcase, I give you another example of, of something yeah. that's uh, turned the other way, and I think it's pretty cool, is how the Masters now... Yeah. has the the women's amateur. Yeah, that's that's great. Great move by the Masters. And I read somewhere... Great move. ...that I think Pine Valley, which is considered... Isn't that the one in Las Vegas? No, Pine Valley is a golf course in New Jersey. Okay, what, allowing women, women members... Allowing women for the first time. Yeah. yeah. I think that's fine. You know what? Yeah, why, why not? Why, why, not? Why, take the, why take the grief from, from folks who are going to beat you up? Yeah, why, what's the why big Why not? And you yeah. know what? You work with women today. It's not like it was 100 years ago. Really? And, it, uh, and, and when you're like the masters yeah. where you are in the, in the they, they're not in a cat's bird seat, but what I'm saying, they're in the spotlight. Oh, they're in the world. Geez, the worldwide spotlight. All the time. So they oh. have the opportunity oh. to be on that bully pulpit oh. and, and showcase golf. Oh. How many people love golf because of the Masters? Right. Well, I'm, so I'm, right, I'm right in there. You know how much so I love it. So I've got no problem. And you know the, the, the thing they did by having uh, Lee Elder... Be yeah. one of the honorary starters. Sure. That was really nice. That was a sure. good thing. Sure. Probably for the record should have been done years ago, but they but at least they did it. Better it late than never. Yeah, I agree. Better late than never. Yeah. And oh, I agree. The women's amateur though, the weekend oh, before that's was great. Good. Yeah. So yeah. that's the kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, I got I got no problem with that. Yeah. Boy, so baseball. So that really boy, so you may you may never come back to baseball? Is I it, doubt it. I uh, is that right? I'm I'm just so. Wow. Uh, the last. But what about food? I guess what I'd say, and I think my buddy Joe Whittemore, and the who I played golf with forever, great, tremendous guy. I think he had. I think the Red Sox. I think he had the same reaction. He's a big Red Sox guy, and I think he had the. I think he's not dealing with it because of the All Star. 
what, what about football? What about Colin Kaepernick? What, I mean, wasn't that, oh, wasn't that it's of the just same? as irritating, except I just love the Giants too much. So you love the Giants? You know, I'm, uh, we're all weak. <laughs> we, all have, we all have certain things that we... Uh, okay, that's a fair answer. So Giants mean a lot more to you than the Yankees. And uh, if the Giants still had Pat Shermer coaching, yeah. uh, I probably wouldn't be so interested in him. But I really yeah. like this Joe Judge. I like, I like Joe Judge. And uh, I don't yeah. like... I don't like football. I don't like all of the those guys running in front of the TV and acting like a bunch of really, really. preening kittens really. in front of them. But, yeah. I mean, uh, the Giants, I think they judge has the guys playing football the right yeah. way. Yeah. Just like the Patriots. You don't see the Patriots acting like a bunch of fools. The Patriots, pretty, pretty, pretty rarely, if ever. Yeah. The fundamentals, yeah. the fundamentals never go out of fashion. Yeah. In any sport, at any time. Yeah. Keep your nose clean. And I'd really like to see a little better sportsmanship and yeah. less. You know who you can blame for all of this? Muhammad Ali. Huh. All of that stuff. I watched. I, I don't know just, if you just were. Just ta- taunting and stuff. Well, uh, they had on. Uh, they had on. I can't remember. A uh, couple of the fights he had with a. Joe Frazier. Yeah. And, you know, he, he, Joe Frazier was a really decent guy. Not a bad, not a bad guy. And Ali really wasn't a good person. Yeah. And, you know, a bunch of kids. Don't, five, don't tell that to Howard Cosell. Bunch of, now, Ali was an entertaining guy. Very, very entertaining. And when I was a kid, I always wanted to be Muhammad Ali when we would, when we would box. Yeah. I was always Ali, and somebody else was always Joe Frazier. I can remember maybe circa 60, early 60s, just radio for his fights, you know, on a distant AM station. I would just be straining to just catch his fight at, at night on some AM station somewhere. Did you, uh, did you listen to uh, I, The Thriller in Manila? And uh, I guess to be honest, I don't remember. I can remember listening to really? the fight on really? the radio. Really? And, but Frazier, Frazier, he was... Brutal to Frazier yeah. and call, call him a gorilla and ugly and yeah. stupid and dumb. Yeah. And, you know, he uh, I don't consider him to be a hero. I, I mm. don't I don't consider him to be a, a great crusader for for things. Yeah. And why he basically did was he made it OK for everybody to to crap all over your opponent huh. and to not have uh, sportsmanship. Yeah. And. I mean, uh, like when we're playing golf and I get a little mouthy after the thing's done, that's okay. But, you know, you still respect your opponent. Yeah, for sure. But And, uh, and, and speaking, of, speaking of which, I'm impressed with big-time tennis. I love how, I mean, your top guys, I mean, some of these match, five, six-hour matches. Yes. hate to see anybody lose it. But for, you know, Federer, Nadal, Djokovic, I mean, they, they realize – what a what a great player they're playing! I love the sportsmanship that I typically see after big time tennis. Or look at a uh, look at golf. Look at when Mickelson and Henrik Stenson yeah. battled it out at the British Open, yeah. and Mickelson and afterwards they go out and they shake the guys. Yeah. You give it the best you got, yeah. and yeah. it's okay. I, no, I love I love seeing good sportsmanship. Yes, I'm, I'm. And yeah, there's way way too little of it. And uh, I think I think we could stand more of that. Yeah, no, I'm sure you're right. Again, we seem to be going the wrong way with uh, so many of these things. Well, I I think that uh, 
a lot of it is is that people just aren't raising their kids right by. <laughs> yeah, I suspect that may that may come into play. Well, in this busy world where you got all the where women have to work and do all this stuff, it's uh we've kind of put raising kids as just a auxiliary function. Yeah. They don't uh they don't focus on it. Yeah. And the parents want to be friends with their kids. Yeah. Well, I can tell you what, I never was friends with my kids. Yeah, I was a boss. <clears throat> yeah. And and in my house, my dad was a boss. Parents want kids yeah. to be the boss. Yeah. And I just ran into a, a, one well, of you my... And, and you and Carrie, I'd be the quickly say, no, know a heck of a lot about raising... Well, when you've had five like great, of them, you've figured kids. it out a little bit. Sounds like five great kids. So good I, for you guys. Oh, thanks. I could have... Uh, <laughs> Maybe I could have trained the uh, butt a little better, but, if he, but I'm sure he's not listening. But uh, the uh, I ran into, uh, you know, it makes you feel good. I was at the golf course a couple weeks ago, and one of my old hockey players huh. was uh, helping out. He was uh, bussing tables and stuff. Oh, yeah. And so I was sitting there telling the boys, I said, hey, there's one of my old hockey one players, of, one, one of my, my favorites. Huh. And he comes up to me and he goes, you know, Mr. Handy, you're my favorite coach of all uh, the coaches I ever had. Yeah, that must, that, that's cool. You know, that makes it almost all worthwhile. <laughs> and especially when you think of how many, especially with I hockey. Mean, I mean, you've coached. I mean, have, I mean, we're talking hun easily hun hundreds. I think many. in the thousands. Is that right? Because I, uh, I figured what, I did. Ho hockey, even soccer, which uh, you tell me you hate, I think. I coached. All right. If you go back. <laughs> When I first got out of college, I helped coach football. Really? No, I didn't do a lot, but I helped. As in, as in, like a like assistant, go pick up the dummies at practice really? and stuff for for like youth football. Okay, so like six, Steelers kind of team. Yeah, before the Steelers. Okay. Then I used to help coach basketball, and then once I finally started getting my own kids, I coached. I coached soccer for uh many years youth soccer from like first grade to, to sixth grade huh. all the way up through for three kids and one of the things that i did differently though is when uh bud was coming up through i would i made sure i was with the guys when they were picking the teams and I knew the good kids, and I had one of the other guys was my assistant coach. His kid was really good, and you tried to load up the team, you know, like they do for Little League. Huh. And then by the time my third one came around, I told the guys, I said, look, you pick the team. I'll take whoever you give me. <laughs> and, of course, I knew I was going to have my own kid. Yeah. But I obviously didn't get all the, the stud superstars. Right. And you know what? I enjoyed. I learned my lesson. It's more rewarding to teach kids that aren't as good yeah, to bet. get them better yeah. as it is the guys that are good. I mean, hey, it's fun coaching good kids, too. Yeah. But. Yeah, I would think that. I mean, I've never been a coach, but I would think especially a kid who's not the greatest at what he's doing, just developing, turns into a pretty good athlete must make you feel very good and one of the things and then of course in, in hockey i mean we started off with the girls when we when the girls program yeah. started yeah 
The girls' hockey, there was nothing. And again, Howard, Howard Dean gets a lot of credit for this, does he not? No, he no? was he was a he was a Johnny Come Lately. Oh, is that right? No, my it was apologies. already going before Howard. Oh, really? Okay. Howard gets well. Howard he got some did, money. Did he get some money for the girls' high school hockey? Okay, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, Howard Howard gets credit for the girls' high okay. school. But you're hockey. talking before before. But high I'm talking youth hockey for okay. girls, five six years before that. Okay. The, the, the grandfather of girls' hockey in St. Albans is really Tom Pearl. Huh. And Tom got it started, and he was having a practice. How I got out there was, of course, I'm a, a chatterbox, and I'm shooting a, shooting a breeze with him, and he says, hey, uh, geez, I can use some warm bodies out here. And I said, hey, Tom, I don't even have a pair of skates. I haven't skated for 20 years. And he said, don't worry about it. Huh. And of course you, uh, and then of course I started doing the skating with the girls and and uh, doing the drills. Huh. But we did it for fun, and the girls I had signed up for, yeah. they didn't sign up thinking they were going to get right. scholarships to play for college. <laughs> they did it because it was a fun thing to do. Yeah. And and yeah. as we got uh, better at it, it was really quite rewarding. And and the crew that we had the first, the first three, uh, four years of BFA girls hockey, we probably had ten, fifteen girls play college hockey. Really. Of one way or another, and yeah. these girls all, none of them could skate in third grade. Is that right? And now, if you take a kid and he's not already skating, yeah. uh, if he hasn't already played two hundred games by the time he's in third grade wow. he's way behind the curve really? you don't need to worry about it wow. but and then of course it, it got the girls thing got wrapped in uh with the rest of the hockey and picks up some of the good stuff and the bad stuff yeah. and uh but no the uh the thing that i learned the few regrets i have i have <clears throat> a couple of times i wish i hadn't uh, shorten the bench. Yeah. Just play everybody and don't worry about it. Huh. I mean, does it really make any difference? I mean, it it does. It's nice if you're maybe in a championship game. Yeah. Maybe if you can win that game. Yeah. All right. Maybe maybe the the states. But one yeah. thing I can honestly say is during the regular seasons. Yeah. I never I played everybody regularly. Yeah. It's nice. And the only uh, and and the other difference between me and a lot of the other coaches is I never was any good at anything, yeah. so I understood what it was like to be lousy, yeah. and so I ne lack of talent never was a problem yeah. for having kids play. Oh, that might have been. That sounds like that might have been very helpful in in a way for you, huh? Because I'm sympathetic, and uh, yeah. my uh, the only reason you would lose playing time for me yeah. is bad behavior. Huh. Not not lack of skill, maybe yeah. lack of effort. Yeah, but no, not. Good. And uh, but I mean, we did one of my favorite uh, youth sports was when uh, Natalie was in the fifth grade. I coached the city soccer, uh, a girls soccer team. Huh. First time we played the again, town. This is a guy who's not high on soccer, correct? I don't even know the names of the positions. <laughs> I had to ask. I had to ask Bud where to put the girls so that I right. knew how to line them up. I didn't know what a full back and a middies and the forwards and all that. That's how I know nothing.
So we played the town, and they killed us the first time, huh. like six to seven to wow. nothing. And then the last game of the year, we played the town, and we beat them two to one. Really? Wow. And I consider that one of the right. my. Uh, of course, my uh, I, our greatest our greatest win, of course, has to be uh, when Emmy's team won the state championship when they were in sixth grade. Wow! Really? Uh, for girls hockey. Wow! And uh, the year before, we hadn't even scored a goal. Is that is that right? Yeah. So that was kind of fun. Wow. And uh, but of course, he got to play on a lot of uh, uh, very very good teams. And I got I can't. If you're talking youth hockey, I can't go without mentioning uh, Mark McGinn, who's uh, probably the the premier youth hockey coach. Is that right? Around here, he coached huh. he coached John Leclerc. He coached all those right. guys. He didn't uh, coach too many B teams, okay? <laughs> but Mark was a real good coach, and the kids loved him. Huh. All right. And uh, so uh, I uh, he he'll, he still stays in touch with John Leclerc, presum presumably. I, I think so. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, Mark's in Florida now about half the year, oh, like right? a lot of, like a lot of Vermonters. Yeah. They, uh, make sure they're get their 100 and, uh, what's it, 175 no, days in, uh, Florida. No, just, uh, just make, is that right? Just enough so that they don't yeah, have one of them. my, one of my Duke friends who's done very well with himself, uh, took over his father's, uh, law book publishing firm in Newark. And New Jersey, hardly a great tax day, but I guess it beats New York. So he's, uh, he's got a place in, in the city, but has a beautiful place out in, in Sussex County, northern New Jersey. Looks more New Englandy than a lot right. of New England. But he makes sure he's there for at least one day more a year than he's in New York. Well, because it's, uh, tax-wise, it's still a big break. And let me tell you something. If you're in Vermont yeah. and, and you take Florida for uh, or not Vermont, yeah. They check your phone records. They check everything. Do they? Do they really? They really no. because they no. don't want to lose out on sure. your on your taxes. I'm sure. So I'm you've sure. really you can't be you don't have to be in Florida six months, yeah. but you can't be in Vermont for six months. Oh yeah, interesting. So uh, that's really uh, that's really interesting. But no, my yeah. uh, the youth hockey uh was fun all the way up through except for the last my last go around wasn't as much fun but and uh i'll give you a little story about <laughs> softball when emmy was playing softball uh i was coaching with ronnie bokash and and his daughter and emmy were both mediocre softball players yeah. at best they weren't any good yeah and so we were coaching the first game in uh what's called the major leagues so uh, we're playing one of the other teams. And, of course, the other teams were good. And they had eight pitchers. And we didn't have anything. And we, get, we got to the draft late. See, that's what happened. They were only going to have two teams. And it turned out they had enough girls for three teams. Hmm. So they, made, they gave Ronnie and I all the, uh, pretty much all the leftovers. Really? And nice of them. Oh, it's, it's beautiful. <laughs> So anyway, uh, the first game we're playing, we're getting shellacked. Mm. And it's about 12, 13 to nothing. And then Ron was working for the railroad, and he, uh, he had, uh, I think he was their um, guy that handled the uh, signals. Mm. So there was a, some problem somewhere, so he got beeped, and he had to leave. Mm. 
So now we're playing, and I got 14 or 15 girls. We've had it's first game of the year. We've had maybe one practice. And we finally score a run. And the other coach comes up to me, and he goes, that run doesn't count. And I go, what are you talking about? You batted out of order. I said to him, I go, hey, look. It's 15 to nothing. So it was 15 to nothing when yeah. that happened? It's 15 to nothing. I said, I'm the only guy here. I got 14 girls. I only know the names of about six of them. And you're worried about somebody batting out of order. I got the book here. I got everything. I'm all by myself. He goes, this is the major leagues, buddy. Grow up. Is that, is that <laughs> That's right? exactly right. And sorry, how old are the girls? Fifth and sixth grade. Fifth and sixth grade. Fifth and sixth grade. Oh, that's unbelievable. That's a great story. And uh, so you. Uh, so did the run? Did the run stand or was no, it no? No. So, so I said, "That's fine. I'm going home. I'm done. We're done playing." Wow. He goes, "You can't do that." Oh, is that, right? that was it, huh? And I said, yeah, we're wow. done. Uh, I said, hey, it's 15 to nothing. We've had enough. Wow. And Unreal. But that's... Wow. Nice and, mentality, huh? And Well, and it's worse now. Is that, is that right? Oh, I think youth sports today are... are I was going to ask. We were down to about two minutes. I was going to... Is that right? You think it's wor- I worse I think it's now? worse now. Really? Well, people only have one or two kids. Yeah. So they really right. get invested. Yeah. In uh, in their sports, and again, some of these parents still think their their kids are going to make it to the to the big time. Oh, huh? they think they're going to the NHL. They think they're going to the NBA. Is that they they really do? Huh? Oh, absolutely! Wow. And uh, they think that they're going to get at the minimum, they're going to all get scholarships to Division One schools. Yeah, scholarships, huh? You know, if they were smart, yeah, and their kids were smart, there's a lot more money for academic scholarships, yeah. Than there is for athletic scholarships. Uh, maybe spend more time, spend your time on academics. But uh, and I know you you've voiced concern in the past about a lot of parents are just telling the kids to concentrate on their best sport. When you're saying, oh, that's hey, the wrong, well, that's well-rounded wrong thing to is do. way better way to go, right? Play every sport and yeah. and uh, and what they told us at the uh, USA Hockey the last time I went to training is the reason why the Europeans are considered all the most skilled hockey players yeah. is because those guys play, they play three, four sports. Huh. They play soccer. That soccer's in. Soccer's got to be in there. They, you develop your hands. Yeah. Uh, you look at all the guys. Huh. You, you look at all our old sporting icons. Yeah. They all played baseball and football and basketball yeah. and soccer, yeah. and they played everything. Yeah. Now, they didn't focus on one sport, especially... Yeah. Especially not at seven or eight or nine or ten years old. Yeah, boy. So you think youth sports has gotten has just gotten it's terrible? Worse. Really? It's terrible. And uh, wow. Well, it's too big a business. Yeah. And these showcases, you yeah. got twelve-year-olds pitching with, in front of radar guns. No yeah. wonder these guys have uh, wow. uh, Tommy John. Their arms are all shot by the time they're thirteen, fourteen years yeah. old. Well, listen, on that kind of disquieting, no, we got to move on. Mr. Handy, thanks for your Thank usual you. great performance. Really appreciate it. <laughs> and Mr. Allen, thanks for being the key guy behind the scenes. Uh, I'm Richard Carberthwaite, Duke Forrest, and we'll see you. Take care. Adios. Bye-bye.